And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. The Athletic. Hi there, good morning. Welcome to the Daily Transfer Briefing from The Athletic. It's Wednesday the 10th of January. I'm Adam Leventhal. On today's show... Chelsea are shocked by Borough. And he snuck it across to Hayden If you can't win at Middlesbrough, then you have to have serious doubts about Chelsea going forward. No Trent for Liverpool tonight against Fulham. These players are going to have to really step up now. And we have the big transfer news, including Werner's return to London. I hope that I can be the best player I can be here. You're listening to The Daily Transfer Briefing with Adam Leventhal. So the latest transfer news to come, but first to that shock in the Carabao Cup semi-final first leg with championship side Middlesbrough, managed by former Manchester United midfielder Michael Carrick, beating Chelsea 1-0. It is advantage Middlesbrough in the race for Wembley. To beat a team of the quality of Chelsea in any circumstances for us is, is unbelievable. We assessed the game after 90 minutes, I think we were better side. But if you don't score goals, you cannot win. And of course, all the credit to, to Middlesbrough. And they will travel to Stamford Bridge in a fortnight full of belief. Yeah, Hayden Hackney's goal, the difference at the Riverside, despite Chelsea having 72% possession and an XG of nearly 2.5. Chelsea had won five of six in all competitions going into the game. And they still have the second leg at Stamford Bridge on January the 23rd to rectify the situation. But it's certainly another unwanted dent in Maurizio Pochettino's armoury. Our Chelsea reporter, Simon Johnson, was there. Once again, it's a case of not taking their chances, the few they created, uh, giving away a sloppy goal and then really struggling against a, a low block. It feels like deja vu. I've seen Chelsea lose in this manner a number of times this season. They ran out of ideas. They ran out of character, really. It was a very underwhelming performance. And Middlesbrough, the longer the game went on, the crowd obviously were encouraged, probably couldn't believe how comfortable they were playing against a Premier League side that supposedly cost several hundred million pounds. So, yeah, it's it's obviously a very disappointing result for Chelsea. They will pin their hopes on the second leg being a very, you know, different story back at Stamford Bridge. But if they play like this, then you could see that the, the sensation of them actually going up the competition at the semi-final stage to a championship club, which will be a result that Pochettino will find very difficult to recover from in terms of his standing with the fan base. Well, among Premier League sides, only Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest, with 32 each, have lost more games than Chelsea, with 31, in all competitions since the start of last season. Things overall aren't going to plan. Before the second leg, 
back to the Premier League in a local derby against Fulham this weekend before a 10-day break. This is Simon's assessment of where Chelsea's season stands right now. It's very easy to see full of doom and gloom after such a poor result. Like I said, they, they can win the second leg to, to, to still get into the, to the final, of course. They've got a home game against Aston Villa in the FA Cup and the, and the recent league form has brought them within touching distance once again of the minor European competitions, but they're, they're still in with a shout. The concern is, though, that Chelsea consistently, whenever they win a couple of games, you know there's a setback around the corner. This is not the Chelsea of old that could string several wins together. They don't have it in them. The players don't have the belief in them. They don't have the character in them to to win games like the Middlesbrough one. And, and if you can't win at Middlesbrough, then you have to have serious doubts about Chelsea going forward in terms of getting that consistent run going together. And the away form has got to be particularly of concern because they've lost in demoralising fashion at Everton, Manchester United, Newcastle, Middlesbrough, all within the last few months. So that tells its own story. Well, the first leg of the second semi-final in the Carabao Cup is tonight. That's Liverpool against Fulham. No Trent Alexander-Arnold for the home side. Here's our Liverpool reporter, James Pearce, with more. Trent Alexander-Arnold has has got a tear in the lateral ligament in his his left knee. It happened midway through the second half of Sunday's FA Cup tie against Arsenal. It was was after he'd had a bit of a tussle with, with Martinelli. His kind of momentum took him past the byline and then it was it's where the grass kind of meets the artificial turf he kind of hyperextended his knee essentially Pep Linders Liverpool's assistant manager said he expects him to be out for around three weeks so you know not too many games I think the timing could be worse I think he you know it's he could just miss four games in all competitions which would be the two legs of the semi-final of the Carabao Cup against Fulham the Premier League trip to Bournemouth and the next round of the FA Cup much of it depends how he responds to treatment, but the hope is that he could be back for the Premier League game against Chelsea at the very end of January. So no Trent. So what does that mean at right back? Well, in, in terms of the right back slot, I think it's clear that Connor Bradley is going to get more opportunities. He did really well off the bench in the last 15, 20 minutes against Arsenal. He's a player that Liverpool have got really high hopes for. But of course, he can't be Trent Alexander-Arnold. No one can. And I think it will lead to a bit of a rejig tactically because, of course, Conor Bradley isn't going to be asked to do what Trent does in terms of that hybrid role where he's essentially a defender out of possession, but the deep-lying chief playmaker really in possession because Trent has been by far and away Liverpool's biggest creative force. You know, Suddenly you're looking at Alexis McAllister and Curtis Jones and Harvey Elliott and even at the top end of the pitch, you know, Darwin Nunes can create Jota as well. Diaz looking more like his usual self. You know, these players are going to have to really step up now because, um, yeah, Liverpool are going to really miss Alexander-Arnold because he is such a unique talent. And there was a rotated side in the FA Cup at Arsenal. Will it be the same again tonight? Klopp's options are pretty limited at the minute with, with the list of absentees. The, the good news is that Virgil van Dijk is able to return. He, of course, he missed the trip to Arsenal due to illness. So he'll he'll come back in. By and large, it'll be a similar lineup, I think, to to the Arsenal one. Well, you can watch the game on Sky at 8 o'clock tonight in the UK. That's on ESPN Plus at 5 Eastern. 
To the transfer news now, and Timo Werner is a Tottenham player. The attacker's loan from RB Leipzig includes an option to buy at the end of the season for a fee in the region of 13 to 17 million pounds. That's 16 to 22 million dollars. Known for his struggles in front of goal during his spell at Chelsea, albeit he has a Champions League winner's medal to show for his troubles, the German international says he's returned to London to win more trophies. This is our German football expert Seb Stafford Bloor's take. Timo Werner is now 27. There's no real clamour around him in Germany in terms of what he could be. I think people see him as a good to very good player. He's not an exceptional one. I don't think he's going to appreciate and value anytime soon. And so if you look at the clubs who might buy him, it's not going to go to Dortmund. There's no space for him in their formation. Uh, not going to go to Bayern Munich because there's no there's no space for him to fill. So Eintracht Frankfurt, Bayer Leverkusen, Stuttgart, these clubs don't have a... Either he doesn't suit their business model or he wouldn't earn a place on their side. And so I think a lot of this is, where do I fit in? And one of the reasons I think that Poster Cogley Spurs is such an attractive option is because look at the amount of players who are whose less than best traits are being kind of hidden by Poster Cogley's system. Attacking players are really profiting under him. And Werner sees this as, I guess, a way back into the German national team. Also, a way to kind of separate himself from some of the kind of the compilations and discussions that happened the first time he was in England. Well, Spurs' next game is on Sunday at Old Trafford and heading the other way to Germany is Jadon Sancho. His long-trailed loan back to Borussia Dortmund from Manchester United is edging closer. He's expected to arrive there today to finalise paperwork. The agreement will see Dortmund pay a minimum of £3.5 million, that's around $4.5 million, pay some of his salary, and they may have to stump up some more depending on how well he does. Interesting signing, meanwhile, at Brighton, with the arrival of Boca Juniors left-back Valentin Barco in a £7.8 million deal, that's $10 million, four-and-a-half-year contract and a year's option for the Argentine under-23, who was selected as one to watch by TIFO's John McKenzie on the most recent edition of the Athletic Football Podcast Weekend Preview. Have a listen. And then the other player I've got is Valentin Barco, who's a Boca Juniors player, left-sided, sort of has played as a fullback, also as a, as a midfielder as well. And I think he's quite an exciting talent. I think he will move to Europe and do something fun. Elsewhere, quick line on Everton. Remember that rogue-looking sending off for Dominic Calvert-Lewin last week in the FA Cup at Crystal Palace? And the cheers from the home support here that will tell you the red card has been shown to the Everton striker. Well, Sean Dyche will be happy now because the club's appeal against the Red and a three-match ban was successful, so he is now available to play this weekend against Aston Villa. Two West Ham players won't be in action though. Both Jared Bowen and Lucas Paquitar picked up injuries against Bristol City in the FA Cup. Bowen's ankle could see him out for a month. Paquitar's calf could need longer. Whether it has an impact on David Moyes' plans in the transfer window, we will see. All the developments, as always, during this transfer period are on The Athletic for you. If you fancy some Spanish football tonight, there's a Madrid derby in the Supercopa. What's that then? Well, it's four teams, winners and runners-up from the Copa del Rey and the league, playing in a short, sharp tournament in Saudi Arabia. Real Madrid won the cup after finishing second to Barcelona, so La Liga's third-place side from last season, Atletico, joined cup runners-up 
Osasuna. They have two semi-finals. The Madrid derby is tonight. Then it's Barca against Osasuna tomorrow. For the third year, it's being played in Riyadh. TNT and Discovery Plus in the UK at 7 o'clock if you want to watch it. That's ESPN Plus at 2pm Eastern. That's all for today's Daily Transfer Briefing. I've been Adam Leventhal. Your producers were Abby Patterson and Mike Zimmerman. Exec producer, Ian McIntosh. As always, comment and follow if you can. That would be much appreciated. And we'll be back tomorrow. The Athletic. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.